Hey, this is Steve Hudson. I'm the 50-plus pastor here at New Vision. Uh, as we continue this um, look through the book of Psalms, I have got Psalms 23. And I'm going to read a couple. I'm going to read it from the King James, and then I'm going to read it from the NIV. Uh, if you're old enough like me, uh, this is something we learned in elementary school uh, back in the day. But uh, back then you memorized it in King James. But let me read it for you. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want he maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And let me read it from you for the NIV, uh, which is traditionally what uh, I use, but it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I like nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along, along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley, the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Um, this is one of my favorite passages of the Bible. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because I've read it at so many funerals, or just it describes what uh, our life can be if we are followers of Christ. We make it complicated, and we make it really hard. It describes what our lives could be if we stay close to Christ. First thing is Jesus promises to be our shepherd. Shepherd is defined as a person who watches the flock. I found this description. It says that the shepherd is not never isolated from the flock. He spends time with the sheep. The sheep know his voice and he takes time to name them. The shepherd wants to protect them from predators. Isn't that what Christ wants for us? If we know his voice, we are reminded to stay close. Sounds easy, but we make it really hard. We're not sure the exact time when David wrote the Psalms, but it most certainly was after some difficult times. We often find ourselves reflecting on God's goodness, support, and care after some difficult circumstances. When we have had health issues, some crosses in our life, lost a job, financial issues, um, when not only um, when you're only with God, do you really open up and talk to Him in a different way? Not in a generic, stoic way, but a personal way. Not just from a standpoint of frustration, but a praise and adoration. Let me read for you John 10, verses 3 through 5. It says, The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he was brought out uh, all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. The second part is verse 1, depending on the translation uses, uses the word phrase, I like nothing. In our society, we struggle with the difference between wants and needs. I've always commented comment on my grandparents' house. It was small. The closets were small. Most of us have uh, more than we'll ever need. We have a donation box we keep at our house that uh, for stuff that we don't need that we're getting rid of. I am most of the time and um, sometimes embarrassed by the, the stuff I have uh, because of what I've had. 
Um, all, I, all I am saying is a Christian is cross promises and the NIV version is the phrase, I like nothing. It's something that we have to teach our kids. We have to remind ourselves of what it looks like. Verse 2, David David proclaims a point about guidance. We can sometimes miss. He said, Lord makes me lie down. What does that seem to imply? Does it mean that we should commit time to physical, emotional, or spiritual rest? I think most would agree that uh, we need the time of rest and recharge. What are your green pasture places? Some is the beach. Some is the mountains, and some is at the lake. The ones I mentioned all have some sense of tranquility. My favorite spot growing up was just outside of Gatlinburg at the Chimney Picnic area. You climb out on the rocks, you hear the roaring water and nothing else. Now they call that quiet noise. No matter what was going on in the picnic area, all you would hear is the water. Verse 2b says, Don't miss what the shepherd leads, not drives, pushes, or forces his sheep. Would the good shepherd lead his flock to trouble? Do the waters of life often seem too turbulent for you to keep your head above or that you're not able to tread tread the water? When the waters of life are turbulent all around us, how are you following the shepherd's help? Even when the shepherd leads to still waters, can we find ourselves neglecting to take a drink of the refreshing water? When you heard the word restores, what comes to mind? Are there times of peace, tranquility, and restoration needed? Be honest. Do you ever want to just leave uh, those times? Probably not. But what David what David believed about the shepherd, as he thought, is it possible that these times of renewing could also be a time of preparation for our next journey? Does the right path always mean it's easy? Does it always mean it will be light, light and clearly marked? Even though the path may not be what we comprehend, what is the purpose of the path we're on? The green pasture and the still waters can often be two different places. Here David refers to the trip between the paths that we often find ourselves. We have all had valleys. David realized that these are part of the walk. I believe that we have to, cl- that we have to clarify that not only are paths we walk in, light, life and dark, light and dark, Uncertain and unclear, but David had experienced the deepest valley in the shadow of death. If you have or are going through a valley, can can it often seem that there's no end in sight? You have no clue of what's around the next corner. The shadow of death can also be a difficult place to be, whether it's when we are very sick or experiencing uh, with loved ones. These are dark and lonely times. When the dark shadows of death are experienced, can we can we can the level of fear increase with the duration of the darkness. What about you? Maybe it's you or someone else um, that you know who's been going through this season right now. One of my friends for many years is a couple named Mark and Emily. Emily is battling a disease that they don't know how to treat, not surely sure what it is. And Mark is trying to work. He's trying to carry on a job. He's trying to take care of his wife. Uh, they are in a dark valley. David was pretty confident of his shepherd as he walked in the valley in shadows. There used to be a reality show called Fear Factor. You remember? They would pose a challenge on the contestants and see who could, uh, what they would do to participate. All would face the challenge, but many would back out before it was finished. I couldn't watch it because it was just gross. But David had confidence that he wouldn't need to back out of the challenge any longer. Have you totally eliminated the fear of what's next in your life? When you're young and getting started, 
you're trying to survive those days. You get old uh, and you have to take care of aging parents, adult children. I have confidence there are no off times, just some slower seasons. Maybe there's difference in fear and concern. David's fear was displaced by the trust and dependency on the shepherd. In the darkest of valleys, we may not always see God, but we can look for symbols and examples of his guidance in the past. Does life always seem to be peaceful? The shepherd used oil as soothing agent uh, in a way that would help the wounds of the sheep that had, had occurred along the journey. I know it's not normal, but through the years, people have asked me to pray with them and anoint them with oil. I have some in my desk. It's not normal, but some believe it helps. Um, not only did David proclaim uh, the goodness, provision, and direction, leadership, and comfort for shepherd provided to be went before him, now he tells of the shepherd following him with all the goodness and mercy we, we as well. The comment I make at funerals is the only thing that makes death okay is you know what your destination will be. Uh, that's the promise we will dwell in the house of the Lord. But my mom passed away back in March. Never did I know someone who longed to be with Jesus like she did. Uh, the promise of the 23rd Psalm is that we put our faith and trust in Christ, that he will guide us, he will protect us, and in the end, um, he'll, uh, we'll get to spend eternity with him. Um, is the path hard? Yes. Um, is the journey complicated? Absolutely. But the promise is that God's going to be with us every step of the way. Let me pray. Dear, we thank you for this day. We just thank you that um, we thank you. I thank you for this 23rd Psalm. I thank you for the provision that you have made for us, that you will protect us and you will guide us. And we just ask you to be with us, ask you to love us, ask you to just give us opportunities to, to share our faith with new people. Amen. Mm -hmm.